The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. So, um, yeah, how do we keep our kids safe? Uh, should there be structures in place? We have uh, kidnappings and children disappearing all the time now. All the time. And you know this, Darren, the emergence of the burnt body of a child believed to be Miguel Lowe, who mm. was abducted in July this year. Horrible. You know, it has made me so sad, uh, as I'm sure it has many people mm. who came across the story. Mm. And even though I've heard the accounts of how the abducted uh, abduction possibly happened, I, I still can't get my head around it. Mm. So I saw on Facebook recently... Um, a post which uh, an American TV producer put up about how easily it is to abduct a child oh, yes. right under your nose. Yeah, I saw that. Um, as, a, so, as a social experiment. Yeah, in the hidden camera experiment, the mm. guy goes up to a playground where the mother is sitting on a bench reading something on her phone and... Um, while her child played in the jungle gym. Mm. Um, the man had a puppy with him and he looked like a respectable, presentable guy mm. um, who was just walking his dog through the park. At one point uh, in, in his whole interaction, he went up to the child with the dog and the child came off the swing to pet the dog. Mm. And then he said something like, the puppy needs to get some water. Do you want to come and help? And he walks off with the child. Mm. The mother didn't even notice. She's still mm. on her phone the whole time reading yeah. or checking Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Um, the father who is um, in on the experience then arrives to ask the mother where yeah, the child yeah. was and when she realizes the child is missing she freaks out sure. this is when the man arrives back with the child and points out how inattentive she was and he repeats um, this this uh, experiment over, over and, and over, over again the same result Each time, child goes missing the same thing so amidst everything that's happening with the abduction of children right now there seems to be more and more cases emerging are parents actually cognizant about the safety of their children mm. or are they unaware of what's going Going on. The principal of a school in Asagai recently issued a warning to parents that a suspicious white bucky had been parked outside the school with the occupants observing children. Mm. When the school transport arrived, the bucky sped off, but not before some vigilant learners took down the number plate um, his WhatsApp post yeah. read. So I investigated the number plate to check the ownership of the bucky oh, yeah? and confirmed that it belonged to a foreigner. I'm currently working on the story, so that's all I can say for now. But the fact is, these potential threats to the safety of our children exist, and we should not take them lightly. Yeah. And coming up, I'll give you some solutions to how we can possibly curb the scourge. And protect ourselves. And protect ourselves. Okay, I look forward to that more with Terence Play in five or six minutes. The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pele. Listen, uh, Terence, I understand. We need to we need to accept the reality that uh, times now are not like when we were growing up. Mm. That uh, kids going missing all the time. And what with uh, um, Durban being a port city, human trafficking yeah. trafficking is a lot more rife yes. uh, here than it is in South Africa, where it's already very 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 bad. Yeah. Now it it could be easy to blame the monsters and to blame the traffickers and to uh, blame the government in a, in a lot of cases. But are you as a parent doing enough to make sure that your child is safe? Are you doing? Are you making a couple of mistakes? Are you putting them at risk? You know, Darren, the reality, uh, uh, you know, it's a fact of life that for many kids that they have to walk home from school. Mm. They don't have transport clubs fetching them from school. I was driving through in Duetwe yesterday around half past two and noticed uh, some of the children from the primary school walking home. Mm. They were in groups, um, you know, uh, at, but some of them at some point have to break away from that group yep. and follow a path mm. um, uh, home. 
Now, these are little children, probably in grade one, which means sure. they're about six or seven years old. And these latchkey kids um, have no other choice in economically stressed communities. When both parents work, these children have to find their own way home mm. and get inside, do their homework, make themselves a snack. Mm. This is just the reality. Yeah. Um, so how do we solve this issue? The obvious answer is to get someone who knows a, st- a child and trusts him to accompany him home. Mm. But in the case of uh, this little boy, Miguel Lowe, it emerged that the abductor was well known to his family. Mm. Mm. So are we reaching a point where we have to chip our children with GPS trackers? It looks um, like it. You know, we need to teach our children to notice the signs when things are not going as they should. Mm. They need to be able to call out for help. And if this person is known to the child, at what point does it become a problem? Mm. For example, this with this child, the CCTV footage shows him getting into a taxi with the abductor mm. and they were going somewhere. But at what point would the child have realized that something is not right? Yeah. It's gone too far. Yeah. The thing is, I regularly fetch my niece from school. Uh, you know, I'm on the list of people who are allowed to do this but it would be so easy for me to say to her friends who know me i can give you a lift home and this should never be allowed to happen under any circumstances of course if there was an arrangement with the child's parents that would be a different matter Mm. but children need to be taught that they should always ask the school to phone their parents and check if it's okay first you know it might be a cumbersome process but it needs to be done Mm. Um, you know, the thing that really gets It's not me really cumbersome. Everyone, everyone has a cell phone now. Yes. And a phone call, just a quick one, just to make sure, is, is not a problem. 100%. And but the thing that really gets me, Darren, is how do, we, how do we get these children out of the country? Why do we have these porous borders where some stranger can get through with your child? Mm. Um, uh, you know, it would seem to me uh, you can simply just walk through the border and take a child to Mozambique mm. or wherever it is that they are taken to. If you try to take your child on an aeroplane, you have to go with the birth certificate and prove that that's your child. Mm. Even if you're just flying from Joburg, uh, Durban to Joburg, yep. there are strict rules that apply. I've seen those parents with their children getting onto aeroplanes with a mountain of documents mm. to prove that this is their child. So how are people getting across the border? Is it through a hole in the fence, bribing an official? Surely if they're leaving the country, they have to go through some sort of check and mm. somebody should be asking, who is this child? Mm. Where is the documentation? Mm. Um, so what's the solution? On the one end, we need to put in all the checks and balances to make sure that our children are safe. As a parent, you should know what's out there and what's happening so you can adequately protect your child. Mm. And on the other hand, what is law enforcement doing? Are we cracking down on the scourge? Why are these criminals still allowed to run around Mm. in our country? For me, government should come to the party as well. They should be absorbing the cost of aftercare because in most cases, both parents are working and contributing to the economy of the country. Mm. Aftercare is hugely expensive and most parents simply cannot afford it. Mm. And when it comes to children who don't have the luxury of being fed from school and have to walk home, we have thousands of ECD, that's Early Child Development Centres, that were set up as preschools. So perhaps these can also serve as aftercare Mm. centres. At the end of the day, someone needs to put their hand up, take responsibility and provide for these kids. And I can tell you, uh, corporates will put their hand up and partner with, with uh, governments on, on an initiative like this for the kids. 100%. Let's just say you have an early developing c- centre that's a preschool, right? From X amount of hours during the day. After that, it can be uh, it can convert into an aftercare centre. Mm, mm. You've got all this unemployment which we mentioned uh, mm. this morning. And there are people who are skilled, so make use of that. Turn it into into something workable. 
It's a very good point. Listen, if you want to engage with uh, Terence directly, uh, his be- your best is on his Twitter. It's at Terence Pillay, one, one R in Terence. Thank you, Terence. Thanks, Darren.